They say there are two kinds of stories. A man goes on a journey and a stranger comes to town. One night, a car pulled up outside my house and I went out. This programme is a bit of a hybrid of that. You're welcome. Come on in. That man coming to town is no stranger to Paula Carroll. She begged him to visit. And you have Do you want your hands to get out? Or no, not? you wouldn't be able to lift me, Paula. But it is all part of a journey she's taking. This is the main street of Milltown Malby in West Clare on a Friday afternoon in July. Paul is a radio producer who's made a series of programmes about older traditional musicians in County Clare. Des Mulcair. Cooley to say, will you play a hornpipe for me? What way will I play for you? You give it to me to see as card as you think I'll take it. Tommy Brown. I can play, sing, strip dance and dance at the same time. And Mary Ellen Curtin. If I have any worries, I'll get the concertina and play The programmes are running on our digital radio service, RTE Choice, and can be heard on the station's webpage on rte.ie. Paula called the series, They're Not All Gone. I'm lucky enough to work in the world of music, the world of live music made by people in their own place. This is a world full of characters, some of them big and boisterous, more of them quietly magnetic, like Mary Ellen Curtin. For my 18th birthday, I know nothing. They brought me down to the falls for a meal, and my daughter was home from England. And after the meal, I see her walking out. I thought it was the toilet she was going. She landed with the concertina on her back. What's inside in that? I said, open it, she said, and you'll see you. I couldn't make head nor tail of that. And before I left the falls, I played the Kerry Reel. <laughs> but that's how I started now, Paul, I tell you the truth. And you were 80? I was 80. To say that Mary Ellen started at 80 is not quite accurate. She did play the concertina as a child and as a very young woman. I got married then, I stopped. And I started again at 80, and then gone since. I had a concertina, and the children were small. They all thought they were going to learn. They broke it. It was a German, of course, at that time. And that finished the concertina. I was 25 or 26. Oh, I missed it terribly. Lady Gregory came along there at night time to learn the Irish language and WB8s as well as that. They used to come there at six o'clock in the evening and my grandmother, it wasn't the Lord's Prayer she used to say for them because there was ten young mulcares in it and to try to keep ten young lads quiet and they inside in the parlour and young lads running around the house and books and all this. It wasn't an easy time. You never know where you're going in a conversation with Des. One minute it's family history, the next minute it's some old yarn. I just like listening to his talk. No, Larry was a great character. He was a lovely gentleman. Grandest fellow you could meet in a day's walk. He was telling great one about uh, this woman. She was a very lazy woman altogether. Terrible to the world. She wouldn't get up till all hours and no dinner and no nothing. And these boys came knocking to the door anyway and uh, they were trying to get her up. And, uh, she said she couldn't get up. And they said, your husband got killed. And what happened to him, she said. The steamroller went out over him. What'll we do with him? Shove him in under the door, she said. You know, he was flattened out. 
<laughs> Have you had open already for us? <laughs> Go on. Hello, are you well? One of the musicians who came to celebrate Mary Ellen's birthday was 18-year-old David Crow. I was intrigued. Was he not too young to be hanging out till the small hours with a woman 70 years older than him? It's usually good fun. She's very interesting. She's lots of different music that you wouldn't normally hear from most people. And she's out. There's a bit of a laugh at her in that as well. It may not be the Kilfenora reel, but that's what I call it. The Kilfenora reel. I think you're right. Huh? I think you're right. Am I? I think so, yeah. The diamond always right. We couldn't go arguing with you. <laughs> and um, Mary Ellen, how is he as a student? He's very good. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. And I'll tell you why. You came to me and you were mad about the Christmas Eve reel. You taped it there and you went home and you came in a week's time and he played it for me. That did you know now how good he was. What do we play now? What did you feel like? Huh? What did you feel like? Tommy's a dancer. I had the shoe, got new shoes and they weren't fitting you. They were a bit tight, all right. It's the week of the Willie Clancy Summer School, one of the biggest gatherings of traditional musicians and Irish music lovers in this country. There are thousands of them in the town this week, and a lot of them seem to know Tommy. He's a low sized man with grey hair, a gentle presence, but he draws people to him. On the last Friday of this summer school, Donny Nolan, an accordion player whom dancers love, is usually to be found in some back room or other, belting out the tunes. Tommy has been looking for him. I like lively music, and Donny plays it. And he plays lovely stuff. I was about, I was about Clary's, they call it the blondes. And... Um, I kept going and I kept here to the central hotel and I found him inside in the back room. <laughs> well, will we go down that way now and see, can we, we find we him? We see, we can we, we get we into we that we session? We yeah. Okay. It's not always easy to drag your feet through the pubs in Milton, is it's it? Not, it's <laughs> not, not today, anyhow, Paula. We turn into the hotel by a side entrance. Down a narrow hallway, the music getting louder as we go, drawing us towards it. And there was Donny with a bunch of musician friends laying it on good and strong. A crush of listeners in a tiny room. Eyes light up 
as Tommy makes his way in. Joni spots Tommy, grins and beckons him over. The crowd parts and it's Tommy into the centre of the circle of musicians. Handshakes, welcomes, a bit of chat. Then the musicians ask Tommy to dance. This is Tommy in his element. He's 75. He's not a forceful presence. Yet when he dances, all eyes are on him, enjoying watching someone who's completely at home in himself. Close to the end, Tommy's son Stephen joins him on the floor. The crowd love it. I don't drink or smoke. Talk to very few girls now. And uh, I go for little walks. And I, I have a problem with my leg now. Bad accident of a motorbike. It just going back to haunt me. I go to the flaggy shore, which is a lovely place, down in Oki, and I bring the concert flute. The road is roughly 50 to 100 yards away from Racy Town, looking out at the sea. We'll be playing about five minutes, you'll hear. There'd be Yanks walking along the road and people, and they'd stop and clap. The Shanoss is, is always done low to the ground, it isn't high up and all. That's it. It's time now for Suzanne to be put through her paces. When I go over to her, I try a few steps over in her own house. But uh, she had said that she'd have to lay down on the floor with a camera to pick him up. <laughs> well, sometimes that's probably the only way because he dances so low to the ground. But yet he tips out every note in a tune. Well, we're going to let you off with no music at all for the moment. So okay. let's see what you can okay. do. <laughs> no, right, dance. Tommy. Excerpts there from a new RTE Choice series, They're Not All Gone. The series was made with the support of the Sound and Vision Fund of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland by County Clare producer Paula Carroll. You can also listen to the programmes if you go to the webpage for RTE Choice Digital Radio and that's on rte.ie.